Hi, and welcome to my first ever episode of The Melancholy Man. The irony is not lost on me that that is not sounding too melancholy, but I will try to not be too depressive during this podcast. My name is Shady, and although I don't work in the field of psychology, I have a passion and love for science and behavioural nuance, especially that of the human condition. I aim to keep things in short segments for now and keep things topical and informative, but I will always appreciate and welcome your feedback. So right, let's get started. I've just had the pleasure of finishing a podcast by Sam Harris, who interviews Daniel Kahneman, called The Map of Misunderstanding. For those of you who don't know who Sam Harris is, he's technically an American neuroscientist who explores some deep philosophical issues and more recently became famous for his polarising views on religion, uh, to say the least. Uh, I won't explore his work too much in this episode, but more on Daniel Kahneman. So Daniel is a great American psychologist who wrote an amazing book uh, I would thoroughly recommend called Thinking Fast and Slow. Thinking Fast and Slow, if I were to surmise its essence, would be about the two states of your mind. He refers to these states as systems. System 1 being your almost reactionary, autopilot state, and System 2 being your more conscious, deliberate state. It is quite profound and remarkably logical, when you look at how he's compounded his views into this system mentality. This is my challenge for you listening to this podcast, to think about how much control you have over your actions and how much is governed by your environment, your conditioning and upbringing. Without going into the labours of NLP, CBT and other such techniques, I just want you to focus on how your mind works in its purest form. Daniel addresses how efficient the mind is. This is particularly the case as we now talk about System 1. Having a background in computers, I can't help but think of this in terms of something called cache memory. This memory is physically placed to increase the speed of repetitive tasks inside your computer. Its size is small, but the benefits are enormous. I'm not actually too sure if there's any foundation in human psychology with how computer architecture derived, but if you know, uh, please get back to me. Interestingly, as a side note, this has helped play a part in AI's neural network structures, which work very similar to the human brain. Uh, hopefully I'll cover that in another podcast in the future. So let's think about System 1 some more before moving on to System 2. Would it be beneficial to contemplate danger when there's an imminent threat emerging? Of course not, especially if time is of the essence. You wouldn't simply sit there as a boulder is dashing its way towards you. Um, You'd be more in a state of action than contemplation, and this is exactly how System 1 works. System 1 is where the mind finds itself the most comfortable, using the least number of resources, just like a computer. I won't cover all aspects of System 1, but it's responsible for things such as confirmation bias, 
which is why you'll find people on the internet finding confirmation to support their bias and overlook information to the contrary. Another aspect of System 1 I would like to highlight is its ability to consistently and predictably get things wrong. To help demonstrate this idea to you, I'm going to use the example of an interview. You're applying for two jobs at different companies. At the one company, you're interviewed by a man or a woman in a Wookiee t-shirt. <laughs> a relaxed demeanour, and other than the aesthetics, he or she is showing a great aptitude for the role. The second company, you have a smart dressed interviewer in a more corporate setting. Naturally, your system one will pull judgments from this and you'll start to make all kinds of associations with almost no evidence to the contrary to support a view of that person. We often label this idea as first impressions. Um, as a side note, it can be fun at this stage to think about how these things impact marketing and news in the media, but I'll save that for another topic too. In summary, System 1 is fast, unconscious, so you don't have to think about it, automatic, used for everyday decisions, and is prone to error. So, now that you've got that around your head, it's time for System 2. Your pupils dilate, muscles tense, and there's a large exertion of energy. No, you're not lifting a boulder or doing anything physically strenuous. This is what happens when your mind goes into System 2. Staying in line with the computing analogy, this is where your body goes to the hard drive, taking longer, but with more precision, pulling the data it needs. You will find this happen only when System 1 is insufficient for the task at hand. A great example of this is, if I ask you to answer the question, what is 24 times 17? What's going through your mind right now? It's not immediate. Your mind realises it's having to do some kind of calculation and to seek the answer, it will have to exert an amount of effort. Don't worry, I'm not going to make you do that. At least not in this episode. However, if I ask you what 2 plus 2 is, it's right there, isn't it? That's a great example of the brain using its cache memory. The differences between systems 1 and 2. So, in quick summary of system 2, it's slow, conscious, so you're fully aware of it, requires effort, it's perfect for complex decisions, and unlike its counterpart, can be accountable for far more reliable results. I hope the ideas of these two states can help you think more about how your own mind operates. I encourage you to learn more about this topic from either reading Think and Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman or listening to Sam Harris's podcast called The Map of Misunderstanding, which is quite a lengthy but detailed rendition of a live run-through with some of the core ideas in the book. My vision for this podcast is to bring thought-provoking content in less than 10 minutes to you dealing with subject matters revolving around the mind, well-being and more. If you like what I've done, want to see more or have some suggestions for future topics, drop me a message. I would love to hear from you and don't forget to share this with your friends 
or anyone you feel might find it useful or valuable. Well wishes from me, Shady. Thanks for listening to the Melancholy Man podcast. Until next time.